welcome to Let's Talk Real Estate. I'm your host, Anna Olsisi, serial entrepreneur, passionate marketer, and owner at Segway Group at Keller Williams Realty Gainesville. On the podcast, you will find valuable information about all things real estate, plus some fun stories told by a variety of guests. So if you like what you hear, then subscribe and invite any friends who you think may get some value from listening. Well, welcome everybody. Today, I am super excited because I have a fellow Keller Williams agent and he is from one of my very favorite cities, probably my favorite big city right here in America, in New York City, which of course I am personally tied to because my daughter's up there. I just love it. It has energy and it is thriving despite what everybody, all the like naysayers are saying. So I connected with our guest through TikTok. He is um, what I will call a TikTok star. He's going to say he's not, but anyway. Uh, so I just, um, he does a lot of work on social media. Uh, he He's just big on that. And, um, and like they say, if you can make it in New York. You can make it there. You can make it anywhere. He is making it. He is doing it. He is a relatively new agent, but because of his huge social media following, he is definitely doing a great job as an agent as well. So Justin Diamond, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. That's a nice intro. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> I definitely don't want to uh, not consider a star yet. It's, it's crazy. And <laughs> all these social media platforms, you know, you have... Yeah. Even if you have a certain amount of followers, you see people with more followers and you're like, I want to get there, but <laughs> right, <laughs> no, right. I wait. It's uh, but I just started with TikTok and it's uh, it's kind yeah. of a cool thing. Uh, I got, I have a social media background basically, which kind of led me to this TikTok thing and yeah. real estate, obviously. Right, right. Well, okay. So based on that, I'm glad you said that because, you know, this podcast, of course, is about real estate in general, but sometimes actually oftentimes I know that other agents do listen to the podcast and they try to get some ideas for how to build their business. And, and really this was probably useful for anybody in any kind of sales capacity, not just real estate. Uh, you have a social media background. I won't have you tell us your age because I don't need you to say that, but I'm guessing you're <laughs> on the young, younger versus older side. However, you can be any age to just kill it on social media. Uh, you're just probably more comfortable in it than someone, um, well, we'll say like than somebody my age. So we would love to get an idea of, of what you've done. Like what's your background in social media? How did you get into it? And then we'll, I'll ask other questions after that. Sure. Yeah. Well, I'm 28, I turned 28 in uh, January 31st. I don't okay. know. I just went very specific there, but that's <laughs> turning 28 then. But uh, it's crazy because you think TikTok, it's, um, you know, it's for the app for the teenagers to do their dances and people in college. But mm -hmm. um, like the biggest TikTok stars, you know, with the multi million followers, they, they're 16, 17, 18 years old. Um, and I was kind of completely against that app before the pandemic began. Actually, I just thought I just didn't have. I didn't want anything to do with it. But when the uh, pandemic began, I don't know why. I think this, the TikTok trend just kind of enhanced and you see it on all the other platforms. Yeah. You see it on Instagram, you see it on Twitter. And then you're like, and it's not just the dances. You notice that there's stuff that's not just the dances. Then, you know, one thing leads to another. You download the app and then the algorithm, that crazy algorithm, yeah. It, yeah. Uh, it shows you videos that you're interested in. And then next thing you know, I'm full on board of the TikTok phase you know starting in march or april maybe april may something like that i downloaded it and that's you know awesome. here i am now <laughs> that's so it's, cool it's pretty insane i didn't realize you had only yeah. been on it for a short period of time but i do agree with you that that the pandemic actually made it kind of like explode and come into like the mainstream because it does appeal to our very short attention span <laughs> and you can see like you can see tiktoks about any Thing. and you're not dancing on them. I'm not dancing on them either, but yet you've built this huge following uh, of, I guess, somewhere, you know, in like 24,000 people. And so, I mean, and that's pretty impressive. And you've done that since since March and we started in October and are playing catch up, but it's really cool how like to, to what you were saying, the algorithm is just so neat, you know, the way it works and it just uh, gives you videos that, that do interest you. So 
you know, I, I just think that that's probably part of our success. Well, for sure. I mean, I'm sure you've, you know, uh, attracted many clients from it. I think it's great mm -hmm. for just any business because, yeah. you know, you always talk about like Instagram, like you always hear like your phone's reading. Yeah. They, they your phone, your phone knows exactly what you're thinking. They know what you want. They, oh, but yeah. TikTok, it, 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 they have this algor algorithm that just makes it so perfect for anyone who's looking for a home or just any business. It's perfect for any business. If you're any type of salesman, whatever, if you're in sports, if you want to do something with sports, it'll, if you make a sports video, if you want to become mm -hmm. a sports content creator, you'll make a sports video and it'll go, you know, if you have to obviously put some effort into it and make yeah. it a decent video, but a video will go on somebody's feed who's interested. It's just an incredible app. And, <laughs> and you kind yeah. of understand why, uh, <laughs> from one of the band thing with the uh with yeah. the uh, with, with the china acts whatever uh, i don't know exactly but they do uh, a really good job yeah yeah no, i agree i mean i think it really appeals to our like really short attention spans as just humans nowadays and um and it's got the advantage of being you know it's longer than vine was where you can put it, you can turn out a little bit more content but it doesn't go into like the youtube sphere where you know sometimes they're just so long that people aren't going to watch them so it just gives us the ability to really put out the really important points and with your videos and also interesting things like you're you're you know i, I love the fact that you do switch it up it's not just like this is three bed two bath blah 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 <laughs> you know um it's it's just <laughs> like you know the history of, of a place and um just interesting snippets of the town and of the neighborhood there's so many people here in the city, not so many, there's a few people here in, in New York City, I mean, maybe you've seen them as well, who just, mm -hmm. you know, they're the New York City real estate agent, and all they do is go to open listings, right. <laughs> the same unit that I would go to. Here's a, you know, a two bed in East Village, which is mm -hmm. not even really that nice, but they'll they'll make the video, like, <laughs> they'll, they'll make the video, and it's just, it's all so repetitive, and I just get so yeah. bored by that, and I don't know, I've always had a real intrigued by the city i think that i mean if you want a good movie set it's new york city there's so much here oh, yeah. and just so much history and you know you you walk around every neighborhood there's always just something yeah just interesting going on there's always just story behind a, a building there's always uh you know there's, there's all, all these different locations that you see on tv yada yada and there's all, obviously there's all yeah. this real estate going on which i you know i subscribe to different publications to keep me updated with real estate news that I talk about. And, mm -hmm. um, I try to do things a little bit differently that way. And I think it's been able, it's been good for me to just, you know, yeah. get new contacts and just get new people to meet and connect. And even though I'm not really pushing real estate, mm -hmm. it's just another connection. And, you know, I hope at some point if they follow, they realize that I am a real estate agent. And yeah. if they do need assistance, you know, there you go. Sure. I'm, uh, I'm there for them. So, you know, it's, it's a whole new venture for me. And, uh, it's so far it's, it's been real fun. I'm really enjoying it. Well, good, good. Yeah. I mean, I would say like, like Eric Conover, he, and I don't know if the listeners know who he is, but, or, you, or I'm guessing, you know, who he is. Um, but you know, he was a huge YouTuber who became a realtor and is now just killing it. Um, and so I think that, there is a lot of similarity between being comfortable in front of a camera and being able to convey a message and excitement uh, through through a video. That has a lot to do with real estate, particularly nowadays. Where, I mean, we don't have people face to face. You know, in our well, here it would be like in our cars. Uh, with you, it would be just so much like actual showings. Uh, we probably have fewer of those, but if we're able to make that come through on video that's everything and um i'm sure that's you know yeah what i love about your page is you know you kind of just promote the luxury lifestyle and you know mm -hmm. that's what everyone on tiktok and that's what all the viewers love you know the luxe yeah. life just yeah. the beautiful homes and you know i'm at a point in my career where i'm not really at that place yet i'm not at that time yet i'm still showing just mm -hmm. i'm basically showing young or just people around my age and most people my age are just renting, you know, whatever, right. you know, shoebox apartments in the city, that, yeah. you know, $2,000, rent. Um, some of them are really nice, you know, but then you know, they're not like the luxury units that you're seeing, you know, hopefully, right. you know, obviously the goal is to start, you know, selling the big time, uh, 
the, the big time multi-million dollar apartments. That's obviously the goal at some point. And uh, right. I want to get, uh, get a, an apartment with a great view. And obviously mm-hmm. I want to feature those on TikTok because I just sure. love documenting this type of stuff. And I'm just yeah. uh, for all of that. But it is, uh, you know, one day I, you just got to build towards it. And uh, totally. it's all about who you need. And I'm hoping one day um, sooner rather than later, I'll yeah. start getting access to these great places here in the city. I'm sure you will definitely. And, and here's the irony, <laughs> Justin, your uh, two and $3,000 a month rentals probably cost a lot more than any of the houses I'm featuring on my TikTok. So there you go. You know, it's, it's just where you live. And uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, this is a completely different, you know, yeah. geographical area yeah. in Florida, right? That's, that's where you are. Yeah, yeah, Florida, Gainesville, Florida, which is north central Florida, where the University of Florida is. And, um, you know, and house prices here have been climbing steadily for the past six years. So real estate here is a lot more expensive than people may think it is because they think it's a little podunk town and it's not. Um, so, so there is that, you know, misperception of what we are, but it's nothing like New York City. And then again, mm-hmm. you're you're not in New York city. <laughs> you know, so it's like, you have to weigh the pros and cons, you know, you're not in some awesome giant city that where movies are set. Um, but you're, you know, you're, you're in a place where you can have some land and a big old house, uh, for the same price as an apartment in New York. So it's just, you know, whatever, whatever lifestyle appeals to you. And sometimes people like well, both. So they have both. So go figure. I mean, listen, all my friends right now, I mean, as you know, in this pandemic, there's a mm-hmm. giant population, especially people my age, uh, just going to Florida, even in the middle of, yeah. even in the middle of the lease here in the city, they don't want to be here. And yeah. I have a, I have a buddy, for example, he, um, he just, <laughs> he works at Bloomberg. He just, uh, in, I want to say September or uh, maybe maybe it's actually July, I think it was. In July, he got a six thousand dollar apartment, two bedroom with uh, he and a roommate. Mm-hmm. So it's like three thousand dollars a person. Yeah. And I think I want to say December or November, he and his roommate up and left to Florida. They've been they were crashing with a friend. They loved it there. They're still continuing to have that apartment, yeah. you know, basically <laughs> open. And then my buddy decided to actually rent a place out there at some nice, like, you know, condo area with a, not a condo area, but just a nice uh, rental area with a, with a pool, a facility, something like that. He asked me recently to su- find somebody to sublease his apartment. And I was actually somehow fortunately able to find somebody through TikTok, actually, which is crazy. But, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, you, know, you meet so many people on it. It's yeah. insane. Yeah. And, uh, so it just so many people are right now are just up and leaving to Florida because they do understand that there is space. There is just yeah. that great weather. There's um, just the great lifestyle out there and they're living the life. It's like a full year vacation. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. We're in North central Florida, but, but we still, we all, you know, yeah, we have pools and yeah, stuff like yeah. that for sure. For sure. And it's, you know, it's not like He's snowing. Right now. That's nothing crazy. What was that? He's in Jacksonville right now. Nothing crazy. Yeah. Well, Jacksonville, it's nice. You know, there's a beach for sure. You know, that's the, those are the beaches that we tend to go to or like St. Augustine and Jacksonville and all that. Um, and Flagler, which is like kind of all in the same northeastern part of Florida. And uh, it's nice. So I can see why he's there. I, I can tell. I get it. You know, it's a big enough city still with all the fun and beach and sun and all that great stuff. But I would say that because people are doing that, it's probably a great time to buy in New York City. Or And definitely it's a great time to rent because the rents I know are plummeting. Is that right? Or am I just hearing this? <laughs> no, you got that right. Uh, rents were you know extremely low this year. Um, mm-hmm. Let's say usually a low price to be able to rent an apartment with a roommate is like $1,500, $1,500. That's like for the pandemic. Like if you're looking for like a cheap apartment, mm-hmm. $1,500 is like one of the lowest you'll get. Maybe a final like oh, yeah. 14, 14. Now, you know, you can find a two bedroom for $2,000. So you split that with two people, that's $1,000, which is it's crazy. Uh, pretty unheard of. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, apartments, though, they're relatively, though, you look on street easy. I, I, I remember, you know, looking at an apartment a few months ago and now looking at, again, recently, they're going up. It's, it's slowly but surely mm-hmm. moving up, uh, some of them. At the thing is that there are just so many vacancies and landlords right now will do yeah. anything to just get um, a tenant yeah. into their So it's been very easy to... Uh, negotiate a price, you know, get maybe get another month of concession. Mm-hmm. But on the other spectrum, there are sometimes, and I'm just talking about renting right now, obviously, on the other sure. end, there are sometimes um, landlords who are just basically keeping their gross price, uh, you know, the total, uh, the, what they believe that it's valued at, because uh, they believe this, you know, the market will bounce back at some point. They'll offer, right. so they'll offer, you know, an extra month free, three months free, four months free, yeah. you know, free gym membership, but we're keeping the gross price as is mm-hmm. uh, expecting because this is how much we believe this unit is uh, valued. And it, the same thing has been going on with sales as well for certain aspects. There's some mm-hmm. people who just don't want to, uh, you know, if, if you think about it, like some, some, maybe a, a resident bought a home for, you know, a million dollars, for example, and mm-hmm. um, it could be, right now you would have certain similar homes being sold for $500,000. But this guy who bought the million dollar home who wants to sell says, I don't want to, you know, give up $500,000. I want to make a full return on my investment. So I'm not dropping the price right now. I'm going to keep it at a million dollars. Someone wants to get, that's fine. I don't want to do that. I'm going to keep it as is. And uh, those at some point, the market's going to rise back up and uh, someone's going to buy it. And I'll get my money back. So, but right now, overall, though, it's it's definitely a good time to buy and and rent. Um, mm-hmm. Not a good time for the landlords. It's not a good time yeah. for people. But uh, honestly, for brokers, for us, uh, it's not terrible because there are people coming in. We're just getting the right. prices a little bit lower. Like business is still moving, but yeah. marks are just a little bit lower on the apartments. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's uh, and for me, since I just got into this, mm-hmm. well recently, I don't really know. I, I haven't really received paychecks um, before the pandemic. I haven't seen commission, seen commission checks before the pandemic hit. So, you know, uh, mm-hmm. right now I'm sitting pretty comfortably and uh, it's a, just a great learning experience mm-hmm. for me. Still getting clients, people are still coming. Well, actually, you're at a major advantage because to me, it sounds like the people who became realtors during the recession where they just didn't know, you know, like what it was like to have the money just flowing in. So they worked extra hard and they learned the business and then they became rock stars. And now they appreciate what the situation is. I mean, like here in Florida, obviously the situation is very, very good. And, um, and so they appreciate that and understand that it can turn at any moment. So they're, they work extra hard. They're cautious. They learn as much as they possibly can about the market. It sounds like you're definitely, you're well-versed um, in the market and that's certainly going to help you, you know, in the long run. Uh, so, so good for you. <laughs> what, so you said, okay, you just got into this. What were you doing and when did you get into this and what were you doing before that? Yeah. So <laughs> kind of a long story. You know, I guess we talked about how I have a little bit of a social media background. Yeah. Uh, so graduated school and I was in kind of in sports retail, social, uh, social media marketing, digital marketing. And, uh, you know, I was re- I really loved Twitter before this. And, uh, that was like kind of my favorite app, believe it or not. Um, Twitter, I that was a, Twitter was, a, <laughs> I had a decent, I'm nowhere near the TikTok following, but I had like a decent, uh, following in terms of sports, I was able to make fun content, you know, produce videos, you know, memes, yada, yada. And it's just fun. And had a good time doing that. And I worked at some pretty legitimate, uh, sports companies, um, never with a team or a league, but I was like with Modell sporting goods, which was, mm-hmm. which was a huge, you know, uh, sporting goods store up here in the Northeast until just like many other sporting goods stores have gone mm-hmm. bankrupt. Um, yeah, I saw, with- I actually saw that in Brooklyn when I was there. Um, yeah, right across in the center. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and uh, they're all gone. Um, but I was there, and another uh, similar type of company. Um, 
but I wanted to move out of the sports realm. So I got a job at, um, doing like the PR and the marketing for a real estate law firm here in the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I wanted to do something a little bit different. And uh, there, that's where I really got the real estate bug. And part of that job was keeping up with the New York City real estate news, um, writing about it. My boss had like a blog page where he wanted me to write stories about um you know, different news stories with here within the city, real estate mm-hmm. news stories and relate it back to the firm, kind of like marketing for the firm. And right. um, I mean, at the end of the day, I don't know how much my writing did for that firm. I thought I wrote great stories, but you know, at the end of the day, <laughs> he didn't really, I don't think he had much of a following on his blog page. <laughs> yeah. oh, but who does really like how, yeah, how interesting exactly. are blogs, you know? <laughs> exactly. And uh, you know, if I put them on TikTok, maybe it would be a different story. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but anyway, I, that's where I got the, the itch for real estate. And I didn't really want to become a salesman. I didn't really want to be a salesperson. I just kind of wanted to market. And um, my, I, even when I was working at the real estate firm, um, the, uh, the, the law firm, I knew mm-hmm. that uh, I wanted to do marketing at a brokerage firm at some point because marketing homes is a lot easier yeah. than marketing a random law firm. So, right. Uh, marketing uh, law. I mean, I don't even know. How, you do. how do you do that? Market law. It was, yeah. I don't know. It was, yeah. it was, it was, it was anyway, I got furloughed from there. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, so that kind of stuff happens, mm-hmm. uh, but I wanted to keep busy essentially i wanted to keep busy continuing learning real estate uh so i created like i created dime spaces that's my page on tiktok but i created a website um i created a website called dime spaces so i continue can't continue to write i also made an instagram page where i'd make like little art Mm -hmm. uh, art clips saying like this happened governor cuomo shut down restaurants yada yada um and somebody suggested me i should take my real estate license because it'd be easier for me to get a job um, it'd be easier for me to get a job within a firm if I had my license, especially if you have, if you have aspirations of selling at one point. Of course. Um, and so I got my license. It took me relatively quickly, but unfortunately, or at least I finished my initial 45 hour class pretty quickly, but the testing in New York city was closed. Uh, and I'm sorry, test testing in New York state was closed and I couldn't take my exam for months. Finally, in September, I was able to take my exam. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I passed and I was still looking for a job and I got connected to somebody through Keller Williams. Mm-hmm. Uh, not through Keller, it was through my uh, my college. Somebody connected me to somebody who works at Keller Williams in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Uh, she pitched the heck out of me, you know, <laughs> <laughs> she said so many great things about the company, which I'm sure, you know, you've heard and, and you're experiencing as well. Mm-hmm. And, and she basically told me like, listen, if you have... Um, a background in marketing, you have an advantage over 90% of the competition. Uh, yep. I would definitely, definitely go for it. Uh, just forget about finding a job, just start becoming a salesman. What else do you have to do? And I kind of took that to heart. And so, um, you know, they, they tell me, you know, don't marry the first girl uh, you date, but that, <laughs> and that's really Keller Williams is the only company I spoke with. And I, I was told to, you know, I was told to, talk to different firms like, you know, Corcoran, whoever there is out there. And I, I didn't do it. I just, I really liked what Keller Williams had to offer. And so here we are now. And uh, I joined and so far I have no regrets with that. That's wonderful. Well, I think the advantage of Keller Williams over other brokerages, because I too have compared them, but it is the only brokerage I've ever worked at, uh, is that they let you brand yourself. And that's kind of everything when you're trying to build a following or get people excited about who you are uh, versus who the broker is. And, and you've been able to do that. I've been able to do that. And so I guess maybe, you know, it is, you know, you, we, we found the right girl, <laughs> right, <laughs> right from the start, you know, who knows? Uh, uh, but uh, we meet, we meet so many great people and, you yeah. know, with, Keller Williams. Yeah, a lot of people. I've spoke to. I spoke to other people as well from Keller uh, from Keller Williams, who maybe were at a different firm before this, like pretty mm-hmm. well respected ones too. And they just said there's uh, something about this place that yeah, everyone is really there to help you out and te- and True. you know make sure that you're improving yourself and mm-hmm. you know the bulletin boards to really just help yourself get better. And everyone's connected through each other some way or another. So um, 
Yeah, I stuck with it. Yeah. And, you know, I eventually, I made the TikTok page um, maybe like a month before I, I signed, maybe a little less. And uh, yeah, luckily the TikTok page, yeah, it, it, it got it got some traction, which is nice. Yeah. Uh, and so that's, it's been a real help for me to find just different people to work with because uh, there are a lot of people still moving to the city and, you know, I got connected last recently. I just put somebody in an apartment from San Diego. I'm like, when do you ever meet somebody from San Diego? Uh, <laughs> well, cool. yeah. I mean, I meet people, people from people from everywhere come here. Um, but yeah. again, well, I mean, it's just because of the university, like that's, that's the big draw. So that's how we end up meeting people from like, I don't know. I've got somebody now from Australia. So you just, <laughs> yeah, I know for real. Okay. And yeah. So, I mean, and obviously in New York, you're going to meet people, but, but somebody from San Diego going to New York, that's interesting because they're coming from such a different place. Like, you know, like they're going from beach town, chill California over to New York city. So that's really. Yeah, in the winter time too. It's pretty cool. Right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, was it during like the nor'easter, like last week or when? No, two, uh, three he, weeks ago. <laughs> just flew in the other day, and uh, he's like, "So, what is there to do here?" I'm like, "Yeah, there's not much right now, to be honest." But you know, <laughs> <laughs> nothing. No, yeah. no. I think New York's done a really great job during all of this, and I, not at first, and everybody acknowledges that. But since then, um, I know you know my daughter. She says. They, like she feels totally safe. Her friends haven't gotten sick. She hasn't gotten sick, thank God, like up to now at least. And um, and everything, you know, life is, it's because the mask wearing is so, uh, I mean, they're just so militant, I guess, <laughs> about making you wear your mask there that it, it helps control it. And and so props to New York for doing that. Um, I know yeah. it's different in Florida. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I have friends there and they, they tell me they've been here uh, in New York since you know the pandemic began. Then they just went to Florida recently, yeah. and then <laughs> they get there and they say, "It's just so crazy. People just don't really wear masks." And but that's just like their culture. And, and but like we're uh, things were so bad here in the beginning right. that you know everyone is like we were insanely terrible here in the beginning. Yeah. That's why we're so accustomed to it now. Um, right. Yeah, well, and you're packed in there so much more than we are. I mean, we've got so much space between people here that, you know, we're just not, we're typically just not, um, we're not exposing one another if we're outside, not walking crammed up next to one another. Um, but I will, actually, Alatro County, which is where Gainesville is, is pretty good about the mask wearing. I mean, you, you do get every now and then you get some person who won't. But uh, overall, we we comply, and we're this is probably why we're doing so well, <laughs> and so compared to other parts of Florida, and uh, yeah, so so yeah, so that's everything. But now, hopefully, with the with the vaccine, everything will start getting back to normal. Do you? I mean, I would think that people are going to start fleeing back to New York City. Like they're just they're over the whole, whole like year long vacation they've had at the Hamptons and or Florida. And they're going to head back. Are you hearing kind of, are you hearing that or? Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people are waiting for the summertime right now, or at least right. until it starts to get warm because mm -hmm. outlining in the cold weather is, uh, you know, it's yeah. not, not the best, but I honestly, restaurants are doing a good job in accommodating. And I think people are just so used to it and they would need to get out of the house that they don't really yeah. care at this point if they're sitting outside, which is crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah but, I don't know. In Europe, it's like that. Like yeah, it's, it's cold. We, have, we have heaters and like we're we're doing it, whatever. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I one this city will come back once it's safe to start eating inside of restaurants, when it's safe mm -hmm. to start going to a Knicks game at the Madison Square Garden, when it's safe right. to start going to concerts again, yeah. Broadway. Once just the once it's safe to be inside, once it's safe to be inside of a club, <laughs> like right. when people are gonna feel comfortable being here. It's already people say the New York City's never coming back. And I just, when I say, no I laugh at that, I mean, which is, you know, they, they make that argument saying, oh, well, people, you know, they want space, you know, they, they, they really, they're realizing they get a better value for their dollar outside of New York City, which I get that. I understand that notion. But on the other side of it, we have this whole insanely ridiculous city here mm. where 
there's so many fascinating things and just amazing things where people have the greatest time in the world here and people have been spending money here for, you know, uh, uh, yeah, what is it, 200 years, 100 years, yeah. 200 years. And uh, there's just so many great things here to just to go to waste that I don't think people, people are going to realize that we can't let these things go to waste. We got to come back here. Oh my God. Um, there's great restaurants in the city. I have to be back there. You know, this great club is in the city. I got to go back there. It's just, uh, there's too many great things here right now that I just don't think that is going to get, keep the city down for too long. For sure. right, uh, right now I understand, you know, it's, you can't really do much. Um, it's so nice to go, go out. It's still, I enjoy, I always enjoy walking through central park. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. I've, nothing wrong with that. And, um, there's still some local restaurant businesses open, which, you know, I'm enjoying that outdoor dining, but yeah. uh, there's just, uh, for me, this is just a, the city still has, has a lot to offer still. And uh, I'm, you know, just real happy to be a part of it. And I'm just genuinely very, very excited for the return whenever that may be. And yeah. I, mean, I hope it'll be, you know, yeah, not more now. the full return I'm talking about. So, right. Right. Uh, um, I think it'll be a slow, gradual process, but it will happen. It, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, and it did. I mean, the 70s were horrible. Parts of the 80s were horrible. Even parts of the 90s were horrible in New York. And look at the massive comeback that it had. And I think it, it that's New York. It just ebbs and flows, um, but it never dies. And, you know, what you can't get in other parts of the country that you can, can get in New York is delivery in like, 10 minutes, you get whatever you want in your apartment versus here. I'll tell you, my daughter was here for thanks or for Thanksgiving, but then also for Christmas for a couple of weeks. And she was like, Oh my gosh, I can't get anything delivered here. <laughs> and she was just like, so angry. It's like, this is just ridiculous that I have to go drive somewhere to get something to eat. And I mean, we, we do have delivery here. Don't get me wrong. We, we have um, Uber eats and all that stuff, but uh, it was just hilarious that just the attitude that you get when you're in New York, it's just such a, a culture of convenience that uh, you don't get in other places. So there you go. I mean, if, that, if that's, if that's your personality and if that's what you like, I think no matter how much of, like I said, of a vacation you've had elsewhere because you've been able to work remotely, I don't think that's going to change your love of the city and your, your need to be back in that. Um, so I think New York will come back for sure. But for now, it's a great time to buy <laughs> all those places that people have abandoned and have, they think they're not going to come back to. Well, now scoop in and get them. If, if it ever interests you to move there or to have a rental property or something like that, uh, if, I, I've, if, I've considered if, it. <laughs> so it is the best time to buy. And yeah. you know, don't be afraid that things aren't open because they're going to yeah. open. They're going to open, especially buying. If you're interested in buying, yeah, that's, yeah, go for it. Yeah, come yeah. by. It's going yeah. to be worth the money, I promise. Um, oh, yeah. rent, rentals, you know, if you really want to wait for the summer, for the spring, you can if you want. Maybe, you know, rent now, 18-month lease, that's fine. You, rent, rent now for an 18-month lease, you'll hit the summertime. I, it's, uh, it's, it's just your prices right now are just nowhere you have ever seen before. I mean, Strees, he said prices won't be back. I mean, this is obviously just a quote unquote expert, you know, I don't know how experts, how much experts there are, but they say yeah, that yeah. Kitty won't really be back till through 2022. That's one of them said. Yeah. Who she, she, uh, you know, obviously she, she's well respected Strees, the person who said that. So, yes. Uh, yes. I don't credit her. Uh, yeah, but, uh, yeah, no, they, I, it's really easy, knows what's up, <laughs> so they got yeah. it, <laughs> so yeah. And, uh, that's what they said, so 2022, I mean, it seems like a while from now, but that's just when the market is going to be back from what it was before the pandemic, that's what they said. Uh, I think things will be open before then, but the prices, they're going to gradually, gradually get higher, and I think we're already seeing it, at least in rentals, so. That's what I've, I, I keep up with New York real estate big time. And I've seen that, um, I guess, what was it like last month or November had like a record breaking month. I mean, for 2020, which obviously was different than other years, but it does seem like it's just kind of ticking back up. So that's really, really good news. So you've entered real estate in an era of challenge. Uh, what 
challenges <laughs> other than the pandemic are you facing as a new agent? Yeah, I have so many people saying, why are you going into real estate right now? But uh, I'm, I'm still happy I did it. But yeah, listen, there's a lot of challenges. Um, there's a lot of competition, you know, even mm -hmm. uh, competition is what kills you. You know, people are always looking for that best deal possible and they're talking to whoever, you know, mm -hmm. they don't care about you. They're just a person who's going to show them one apartment. Um, that's why I like to base a lot of my clients on just people who I know who are just who need my help to get an apartment. So the thing with New York City, there's a lot of people here who just know how to go on street easy and just search for an apartment and just connect with somebody. Mm -hmm. uh, hey, I, I'm interested in this apartment, please help me. Yeah, that's so that's a challenge. Right now, I don't have any, because I am still relatively new to this, I don't have exclusive listings yet. I don't have uh, exclusive apartments that I, only I could show. You know, I want to get an apartment where the owner pays my fee. I don't want to have my client pay a fee. Right. Uh, sometimes that's unavoidable. Sometimes I connect with people, sometimes through TikTok, sometimes through other ways who don't really know what they're doing. They don't really know the area. They don't really know right. where exactly they should be looking for. And I'm actually putting in a lot of work. And so sometimes they don't mind if they pay me an extra fee, you know, if uh, so that's, yeah. that's no, that's no problem. That's, but that's part of my biggest challenge right now is just just getting listings, just introducing myself to different landlords and different property owners. And that's my goal. I just want to start getting different rentalists and getting different relationships with different landlords and um, just trying to make sure that my clients are sticking with me. I want them to stick with me. I don't want them to talk to other people, but it's all very tough. It's just very fast moving, fast paced. You know, one second, a client will tell you, yeah, we want to put in an application. I even had one time a client put in, not only submit an application, we had a lease sent to us. I negotiated the lease three separate times per their request, the client's request. Mm. Next thing you know, they tell me, yeah, sorry, we can't do it. And, you know, never heard from them again, unfortunately. So that's just yeah. that's part of the business. It's, it's, it's tough, but in the city, it's so fast paced. And yeah, and then you see, you, you scroll through TikTok and you see other people doing social media, kind of similar stuff that you're doing. Like, oh no, people are doing the same stuff. And uh, well, obviously the more traditional way, I guess that we were discussing before the, uh, yeah. you know, just the, here's a two bedroom type of stuff. But right. um, there's just a lot of competition out there. There's a lot of people out there doing the same thing you're doing. Mm -hmm. So that's why I just always believe it's about who you know and the connections and uh, that you have you know, you, sure. your personality has a lot to do with it. You have to just be able to connect with people and you have to have people feel comfortable with you trying to help them give a home. And this is why I like just being vocal on social media, not just TikTok, but I, I post all my stuff on my Instagram page. Just I don't have a lot of followers on my Instagram page. I have like 200 followers or I'm sorry, not maybe like 700 followers of just my friends from, you know, all the way back from college and high school. Mm -hmm. But I put it out there like, Hey, I'm a, this is what I do. I'm a real estate agent. Yeah. Um, need assistance feel free to help out i just want people to know that i am a real estate agent and i've had people reach out to me who i haven't heard from in god knows how long just tell me how much they love my videos and you know keep it up and uh hey i'm moving in march any way you can help me uh find something yeah, just find a nice place it's just that's awesome all you have to do is just make it known that you're a real estate agent and that's when the people come to you mm -hmm. when they come to you that means there's less of a chance that they're going to, you know, find somebody else right. to get them a home. Like they're going to put all your trust in you, the broker to get them the home. So totally. Yeah. 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 That's, that's completely true. And just, yeah, like you said, you know, the fact that you're using social media to, to show people what your personality is and who you are. And it just gives that air of familiarity that even if they don't actually know you, they feel like they know you. And so that helps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This guy, one of my clients who just moved in, the guy from San Diego. Yeah. Uh, I met him the other day because I had to give him a key. And yeah, he's just like, yeah, I mean, you for the first time. It's kind of cool. I've seen your videos. And uh, yeah, but we had just had a normal conversation. It was great. Just like this. It was just uh, another guy, you know? And uh, that's awesome. One of my favorite parts about it is you get to meet all these new people. And, yes. Uh, usually, for the most part, good people. Yeah. I love, I mean, I not because of social media, but I just love being a realtor. I, I joke that I've made more friends after the age of 40 than I did probably in like my twenties and thirties. 
<laughs> just because so many of my clients just become my friends. You know, those are the people that I'm hanging out with all the time. And those are just my buddies. And, and it's just the greatest feeling, you know, to be able to have this whole circle of friends in a, in a time of your life where you typically just aren't making new friends. And it's, it's super cool. So, you know, my father's a real estate lawyer here in the city and we, me and my, my siblings, we always joke how every time he tells a story, it always starts off with saying, well, my client friend, he, he did this, yada, yada. And we always joke how it always seems like all his friends are only his clients and he doesn't yeah. have any real friends, but part of his job is just meeting new people and just, you know, becoming friendly with all these different people and he gets, makes new connections and, yeah, I can feel similar. That's kind of what I'm doing right now. Just meeting a lot of new people and yeah, uh, and I haven't even friends yet, but you know, <laughs> hopefully one day. Well, one day, yeah, for sure. And look, you're you're 28, and I think that the fact that you're doing this now, by the time you are 40, <laughs> you're gonna have tons of new friends and uh, and tons of clients, and uh, you just have to keep you know keep with it. And I see you doing that just because, you know, you've been successful so far, just, you know, all the factors, New York city pandemic, um, not being able to get your license until September, uh, and all of that. And yet you're still doing business. I think that that's super impressive. So, you know, props to you and props to you for being so in tune with social media and what's going on there that you've actually even been able to get clients through that, which I don't think a lot of people can say. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, yeah. It's, it's great. You get to meet people like you as well. It's just another new yeah. branch. You know, it's, it's awesome. I, I, I'm really loving it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, awesome. Well, so what else? Is there anything else that I haven't touched on that you want to share? Uh, that's a good question. Let me think. Um, I mean, we talked about the market. We talked about, I kind of want to hear about the Florida, what, what your day-to-day looks like. Uh, is there any way, like, uh, if there's somehow we could compare our day-to-days? I don't know exactly. What, what my day looks like. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, you're doing homes, you're doing, I'm sorry, like suburban homes for the most yeah. part. But yeah, yeah, all- I just kind of want to see what the process is like uh, on your end compared to mine. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, okay. So, well, Florida real estate in general, obviously very different than New York anyway, but in the area of Florida where we are, uh, which is driven by the university of Florida and the medical centers, we have, um, well, obviously the University of Florida is one of the top universities in the country. So that has a ton of people coming in for that. And, um, and then the medical center is one of the best medical centers. Well, really like in the world. And so our makeup here is so different than so many other parts of Florida. We're just very, um, well-educated and, um, not that other parts of Florida aren't, I'm just saying, you know, so we, we've got this, this interesting, it's like a little dot in the middle of Florida where it's super cultured, uh, super intellectual. I don't, I don't know, you know, how else to describe it. Um, but it's so much more than just students. And so a lot of people who are, who think real estate in, in a place like Gainesville, Florida, they just think college town. So we're working just with, with college students, which is completely not the case. In fact, I really rarely do. And um, not saying I won't, I just rarely do. And so my typical day on, you know, I mean, lately it's, they're, they're not as typical, but, um, but let's say I do have like today, I had somebody uh, come in town. I work relocations, my specialty. So that's really what I tend to focus the most on. And I've got somebody who was referred to me by another agent from Keller down in Tampa. This guy came in. He is in temporary housing. He started a new job here, needs a house ASAP. I showed him three places. We're putting an offer in on the second one, which that's unusual, but that was just, you know, today. And then, you know, we've got, of course, I had a bunch of other stuff, you know, negotiating other contracts and this and that. The Florida market and specifically the Alachua County market is just on fire. It's it's just not stopping. I just to put in perspective, he wanted a house between four and five hundred thousand dollars, which is a pretty it's a good that's a good price point here. Like that's not a low end house. And he wanted three or four bedrooms, two or three bathrooms. Or larger, of course, but he was okay with a three bedroom, two bath with a bonus room, for example. And I and he wanted something newer. And uh, I searched and we came up with four properties. Oh my God. Four. 
Exactly. <laughs> you know, Gainesville, like the, the average price point here hovers at about 300 and, and that's climbed. Like when I started in real estate, I started in real estate in 2015 and it was like 175, something like that. So imagine how high it's gotten since then. Property values about 6% year over year, 10% some years. I mean, it just depends. But, um, but the point is 300,000 is our average. And this includes all the condos. So this includes all the student condos. Uh, so that's crazy, but yeah, so four to 500,000. So, you know, that the fact that there were only four properties currently built, I mean, the builders, that's the thing, the builders can't keep up. So they don't have any inventory homes. He's buying a model home from one of the builders, you know, but everything else is, well, they're like, well, they'll be ready in May, June, and July, uh, which is really interesting because May, June, and July are really the end of our typical selling season. So most people who are buying here, because it's usually families or people tied to the university, they want to be able to be in their homes by August 1st at the latest. So to actually have to wait for a house to be finished in July, that's kind of late. People are waiting. You know, they're just like, I want a custom home or I want a new home. I don't want to have to buy a resale. And that's what's happening. So yeah, but I was, I was telling this guy today, there are eight subdivisions within a five minute driving radius of my home that are yeah. under construction. Yeah, that's wild. That sounds like New York City, which is all the construction going on here too. Yeah, yeah. And so, and, and it's just gotten worse, not worse. I mean, but it's just, it's become more popular since the pandemic, so. I was going to say, I feel like it's another thing that's happening in New York uh, um, a lot now is it's just because there's so many vacancies, um, people are, I feel like landlords are using this time to just reinvest in their property. Just um, a lot of units that are just old and uh, out of date. And many, many landlords are using this time to just renovate the apartments in their building right now and just getting it prepared for when people come back just to up the value and honestly it's not a bad idea it's not no. a, the building that i'm in right now they just revamped like a, a ton of their apartments That's and smart. and they're gorgeous they're ready now and now they're yeah. just getting ready to sell um yeah. it, it's not all of them some of them are still under construction but you know you go all over the city this construction going on and yeah um it sounds like the similar thing going on in florida right now it's just almost i guess it may be pandemic related maybe i don't know yeah, it, it's really, really interesting because people have been saying, you know, how we're just going to go for, we're going toward another housing bubble. We're going, you know, of course, interest rates being so low, people are buying. Yeah. But I'm, I'm just thinking, well, where, so if people are fleeing other cities to come here, but those other cities are still doing okay, then where are those people coming from? <laughs> and so it's just really interesting to me. So we'll see, you know, we'll, we'll see what the market does. But it seems like, I mean, I always think, New York will always come back. Florida seems to be doing okay, at least for now. So, uh, so I guess, you know, we're, we're both in, in good positions, you know, obviously we're a little bit, we're in a, we're in a really good position in Florida right now. Um, but you're going to be, and I think just by building up your popularity in terms of just getting out there and, and meeting people and meeting people the way the way we can, the only way we can meet people nowadays, we can't, you can't go to a party. You can't go to like an event for a charity or um, even just a networking event. So just by being out there online, you know, on social media, that's the best way you can do it, I guess, right now. So you know. definitely it's, it's a good way to uh, just connect with people. And, mm -hmm. you know, what, what I always that's what I always said about social media, just the best way to, it's just a great way to meet new people. And, you know, for the most part, not a creepy way. It's just, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it can be, but, Maybe well, the, but you know, if you, if you're posting legitimate stuff, it's not. Right. Right. Well, well the, the people who comment on our stuff can be really creepy, <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> you just no, 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 not mine. No one's really, uh, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's so far I've had good experiences. That's good. That's good. No, yeah, overall we have too, but it's just really funny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so so yeah, so keep it up and um and I would love to reconnect on the podcast maybe, you know, in a year or definitely in two years just to see 
how different the conversation is in terms of how far you've gotten. Well, of course, there will be massive changes in social media because there always are. It moves at warp speed. And mm. then what the market is is like in New York in a couple of years that that will um, that's very interesting. You know, I want to know if it if our predictions are are right or not. So. Definitely, yeah. I'm, I would yeah. Uh, percent season three. Count me in. That's it. Perfect. Season three, season four, whatever, all of them. <laughs> We can do it again. Sounds good. Perfect. Well, thank you for your time. Thanks for uh, for sharing your your wisdom. See, because you've got wisdom in in things that the rest of us may have zero wisdom about uh, in terms of social media and all that. So, um, and then Dime Spaces at Dime Spaces, right? Or Dime yeah. Space. We want to be sure to give you guys a, a shout out as well. Obviously. Perfect. Well, thank you. Of course, we will too. And, and on the podcast. Uh, description, we will put your information. So anybody, so those of you who are listening, uh, you can uh, find Justin um, uh, through our podcast description. Click on there. We're going to put him all over social media, also on our social media channels. So you can find him through that. And then you can call him and go buy yourself a nice place in New York City. Yeah, I like the sound of it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Well, thank you, Justin. And uh, here's to the next one. Bye. Thanks so much. Yeah, this is great. Thanks so much for listening today. If you like what you hear and want to learn more about real estate and hear the occasional funny story, then hit that subscribe button right now. And if you know of someone who'd benefit from listening, then tell them to subscribe too, or else they may feel a little left out. For questions, topic suggestions, or nice comments, send an email to Anna at SegwayRE.com. We can also connect on Facebook at SegwayRE. Thanks for listening as we bring you a new way of doing real estate. Bye!